Forgotten Realms Edition 3.5 Scourge Maiden Scourge Maidens are warrior priestess, priestess of Leviathan, dedicated to pain and anguish. They have perfected the art of torture, both physical and mental, and they find their own spiritual satisfaction by tormenting anyone they can. The Scourge, Leviathan's favorite weapon, is an implement of war and persecution for all Scourge Maidens. Cleric, clerics and cleric fighters who are initiated into the inner circle of Leviathan's followers are eligible to become Scourge Maidens. Few others have the de demeanor and talent to serve in such a fashion. Scourge Maidens are the frontline combatants within temples dedicated to Leviathan. They are responsible for fetching prisoners, defending high-ranking priestesses, and inflicting painful punishment on offenders. Though Scourge Maidens typically work in groups with one another, they can and do undertake solitary quests. These servants of Leviathan can be found in the company of adventurers so long as those adventurers are not squeamish and have the moral latitude to accept a sadist in their midst. To become a Scourge Maiden, the character must be female, lawful evil, lawful neutral, or neutral evil. They have a base attack bonus of plus 4 and their skills are plus 4 ranks of hit and and their skills are plus 4 ranks of healing and using a rope then plus 8 ranks for intimidation their feats are initiate of leviathan and they are an exotic and they have an exotic weapons proficiency for scourge their patron deity is leviathan the scourge of maidens class skills and key abilities that go with each feat are bluff which affects charisma concentration which affects their constitution craft that affects their intelligence, healing affecting their wisdom, intimidation affecting their charisma again. They also have the knowledge in they also have knowledge in religion which affects their intelligence. Their profession affects their wisdom. They have spellcraft that again affects their intelligence and they can use rope which affects their dexterity. Scourge Maidens gain two skill points as an intelligent modifier at each level. They gain no weapon or armor proficiencies but at each odd number level a Scourge Maiden gains new spells per day and spells known if applicable. As if she had also 
gained a level in a divine spellcasting class, which she belonged before adding the prestige class level. She does not, however, gain any other benefit of character of that class would have gained. She would not, however, gain any other benefit a character of that class would gain. Improved chance of turning or destroying undead, metamagic, or item creation feats, and so on. If she had more than one divine spellcasting class before becoming a Scourge Maiden, she must decide to which class to add each level for the purpose of determining spells per day and spells none. A Scourge Maiden receives weapon focus. Scourge as a bonus fee. At second level and above, the Scourge Maiden can fill her enemies with fear and doubt. This ability is usable three times per day and duplicates the effects of the Bane spell with a save DC equal to 11 plus the Scourge Maiden's Charisma modifier. The caster level is equal to her divine spellcaster level. At third level, Scourge Maidens are, can evoke great sadness. Three times per day, the Scourge Maiden can use crushing, dis, crushing Despair with a save DC equal to 14, plus the Scourge Maiden's Charisma modifier. The caster level is equal to her divine spellcaster level. Beginning at 4th level, a Scourge Maiden can stun an opponent with a blow from her Scourge. She must declare that she is using this ability before she makes her attack roll. Thus, a failed attack roll ruins the attempt. This ability forces a foe damaged by the Scourge Maiden's attack to make a Fortitude saving throw DC 10 plus half the Scourge Maiden's character level and the Maiden's Wisdom modifier. In addition to the dealing to in addition to dealing damage normally, an opponent who fails this saving throw is stunned for one round until just before the Scourge Maiden's next action. A stunned character can act can't a, a stunned character can't act, loses any dexterity bonus to AC, and takes a negative two penalty to AC. A Scourge Maiden can attack a stun, stunning attack once. A Scourge Maiden can attempt a stunning attack once per day for every Scourge Maiden level she has attained, and no more than one per round. Constructs oozes, plants, undead, incorporeal creatures, and creatures immune to critical hits cannot be stunned. At fifth level, the Scourge Maiden can cause great pain with her, her Scourge attacks 
She can spend one of her stunning strike daily uses to subject the target of her scourge to such debilitating pain that he is nauseated for two rounds. A successful fortitude save, DC as stunning strike, negates the effect. Creatures immune to stunning attacks are also immune to, immune to this ability. At 6th level, the Scourge Maiden can cause crippling pain with her Scourge attacks. She can spend one of her Stunning Strike daily uses to subject the target to stunning, punishing pain, but he immediately drops prone and is dazed by the agony for 1d4 rounds. Being prone means the victim gains a plus 4 bonus to armor class against ranged attacks, but takes a negative 4 penalty to armor class against melee attacks. A successful fortitude save DC as stunning strike negates the effect. Creatures immune to stunning attacks are also immune to this ability. Dambrith is a matriarchal society ruled by a queen who also serves as the high priestess of the Temple of Leviathar. The queen selects Krenti nobles to fill the other posts within the national government, including but not limited to the Hongleth, which is judges. The commanders of the military and the senior priestess of Leviathar's temples in other cities. The current queen of Dambrith is Hasifer Hazem Cree, the female half drove wizard 12 cleric 4 of Leviathar, who in Defiance of custom was power, was a powerful wizard rather than a high cleric of Leviathar when she took the throne. Her selection came as a surprise to her subjects, who fully accepted her mother, Yenandra Lay, female half girl rogue, three cleric ten of Leviathar Scourge Maiden 3. The so-called Pirate Queen to the name of to, to name one of Hasifar's uh, sisters as successor since both were clerics who shared their mother's taste for sailing and pillage. But Yamandra was visibly failing from both old age and wasting disease that baffled Dembrith's clerics. In exchange for the throne, Hasifer offered her mother a spell that would allow her to choose the manner and time of her own death, bind her to the land she had ruled for so long and weave her name into the undying legend. With the help of a circle of drow sorcerers and the blessing of 
Leviathar, Hassifer transformed Yanandra and her favorite horse into a, a spectral guardian and a nightmare, respectively. Now during the dark of the moon, the people of Danbreth often report seeing a beautiful Brenty rider and her horse, her eyes glowing with red light moving soundlessly across the countryside. Now called the Nightmare Queen, Yanandra is both loved and feared as she was during life and the red lights of her eyes have become a common sight in Danbreth. Upon taking the throne, Hassifer was forced to accept the role of High Priestess of Leviathar as well as the crown. Thus, she began clerical training and has proven an apt enough student, though she has to rely heavily on advisors within the Leviathar's church to perform the more important ceremonies until she is proficient enough to do them herself. Thus, her cleric advisors wield considerably more political power than Leviathar's secondary priestess normally would. Crinty duchesses and baroness hold traditionally traditional and hereditary seats of power in Danbreth, in Danbreth's various cities, ruling the urban centers and the lands around them with the support of the Hongoth, the Hongoth, and the local temple of Leviathar. Though the Hongoth hold trials and pass judgment on criminals, the duchesses and the temple are responsible for enforcing those rulings and meeting out the punishments. In Danbreth, governmental processes are tightly intertwined with the tenets of the Maiden of Pain's faith each complements uh, com and supports the other across many facets of the day of daily life. The three components of the political structure, the nobility, the Hongleth, and the temples function as a set of checks and balance for one another. Because the queen derives her power from the support of these groups, she takes care to ensure that she has the full backing of at least two of them on any given issue.